And welcome back to the Next Most Vengeful Podcast. And yeah. So 158, 57, somewhere up there episodes. I know we're at a lot. I know that we've covered the hospitals putting in requests. Alright. So I have one for you. Maybe it's amusing. Maybe it didn't need to be Diary of a Rideshare. But I have one. I have one where the customer puts out... Actually, you know what? Let's start with ping. So I get this message. Customer has an oversized walker. And will need you to put it into your vehicle. Also... Said customer is slow. Now, of course, for those of you who have listened to this podcast, you're already thinking to yourself, what kind of slow? Mentally? Physically? I mean, you know, the gambit runs wide and deep if you've listened to this damn podcast. Right. Now, I mention this because if you look on the app, And I had to do it as a writer. I went and tried to book myself as a writer. But if you look on it, it says X. Compact SUV. Limited space and storage. Can you please remind me why the fuck are you going to ask for me to put this broad shit in my car? Understandable. American Disabilities Act. But, um, hello? Hello, I pull up and my girl got a recliner, five foot long, two foot deep, and she about 4'10", 4'20". In the words of Gabriel Iglesias, she fluffy, all right? She hella fluffy. So I'm sitting there and I'm looking at her and I'm looking at the item and I'm saying to myself, how the fuck do you think this shit's going to fit? If you know that the walker, quote-unquote, air quotes, is oversized, why would you get a compact SUV? Why would you schedule it? Why would I have to sit there and try and play Tetris with my vehicle? Why would I actually have to call these people and tell them I can't take her because her items don't fit? Oh, it says here you have um, 60-40... Lady, I got seat covers. And I'm not tearing apart my vehicle for $8 for six minutes, which will take me an hour and some change to put back together. Not doing it. Sorry. Not sorry. You ain't gonna sit there and try and have a debate with me about shit that can fit into my vehicle. You know, the Jeep Jeep, the vehicle that I'm trying to pay, the, you know, come on now, you ain't paying this motherfucking bill? Shit. You ain't sit there and talk to me about it'll fit. No, the fuck it won't. No, it won't. No, it won't. And I have made every reasonable accommodation to try and get that shit into my goddamn car. But I'm sorry. It ain't gonna fit. And the motherfucker got a backrest. 
It's a fucking recliner. Alright? She got a mini-ass recliner trying to put that shit up into the Jeep Jeep. 83.4. No. Mm-mm. No. Moving on. Skills that pay the bills. Or, better yet, skills why I learned in Uber. Cynicism. I have been... I have become far more cynical. Um... Far more paranoid. Uh, Let's see. There's a few others that I've probably gotten. But I get a ping. Ping. And I got to go downtown. Now as I'm downtown, I'm by Shuck and Shack. And I see a man, a woman, and another woman. You're asking to yourself, Hey, DC, what the hell's so special about that? The middle woman is passed the fuck out. I mean, when you talk inebriated, yeah. There was more than inebriation going on, okay? Shoes falling off, being dragged, unable to move her legs. So he comes and tries pulling the door handle. And of course, back window, what's up? Oh, is this here for uh, Brian? Sorry, not sorry. Yeah. Um. You gonna open the door? You understand that if she pukes in the car, it's a four hundred dollar charge. Yeah, I understand. Okay, cool. Verbal. You have verbally said that you understand what I just said. Great. Get in. So, he piles her in, puts her in the back, buckles her in. I jump out, go get one of my blankets, roll it up, put it behind her neck. You know, because the last thing I need for her to do is what? Right. I take a turn. You know me. 157 plus episodes, 158, 59, somewhere around there. Sorry, not sorry. You know me. If I take a turn and she goes spilling to the left or spilling to the right, I don't need whiplash or eight hours of paperwork. He touched me, Draymond Green. Right. I don't need none of that shit. So I go get the doggy blanket. Sorry, not sorry. Was I not supposed to say that? And wrap that shit behind her neck. Other lady gets up front. Now we're driving. Where are we going? The Hilton Gardens. Are you still trying to figure out why these are skills? Skill number one. Wrap a towel or a blanket, put it behind someone's neck to give them a little bit of comfort and a little bit of stability, especially since they have lost all motor functions. Skill number two, understanding that if they've lost all motor functions, you got pleatherette seating. Easier to wipe up. We're not going to go there with the rest of that statement. Skill number three, we pull up to the Hilton. And he jumps out and he's trying to get her and the other lady's struggling and they can't get this broad upright. She is all the way out. Alright. So I'm like, I got an idea. Skill number three. Ding, da, da, ding, ding, ding. There was a passenger I had a couple of years ago. I think Billy Earl. Yeah. Well, not Billy Earl, but she was a cousin of Billy Earl. And I remember that because it's Billy Earl. Right. Go get a bellhop. The little luggage carts. 
damn Skippy. I put her ass on a luggage cart, wrapped the blanket around for decorum, because we don't need her goodies to show, and rolled her ass right into the fucking Hilton Garden, right past the front desk who's looking at me. And the same thing I said two years ago, same thing I said this time. I ain't dropping bodies. She just inebriated. Right. Skill number three. How to get a drunk person into a hotel without arousing suspicions. Put her ass on a luggage cart and roll her the fuck on in. A lot faster than trying to find the fucking, um, whatchamacallit, wheelchair. But it works all the same. Right. So, now we're going to finish this one off with another wonderful, wonderful complaint. This one I need to call because, yeah. <laughs> So I get this drop-off up in, at the airport, and unfortunately for me, I actually forgot to turn off ride requests, since I rarely like going to Baltimore, but I got hit. Now, I'm in Baltimore to pick up this broad and take her back to the airport. So we had a drop-off, now we got a pick-up. Now, the broad is the one who's put in this complaint. If your neighborhood is so goddamn bad that the roaches are carrying heat, I'm not following traffic laws. If your neighborhood is so goddamn bad, and we're talking at 3 o'clock in the morning, that the hustlers are still outside trying to make that last sale, I'm not following traffic laws. Now, let's just be honest. I'm a very safe and cautious driver. But I'm going to let you know this right now. I know what neighborhood you live in. Boo-boo. Nobody stops in your neighborhood. They keep that shit rolling. Or the smokers, crackheads, meth heads, hustlers, or junkies are going to catch you. And going to either rob you. Or harass you. Alright? Either way, I ain't got time. I'm sorry if I made a right on a stop sign. That's not an illegal traffic maneuver. I'm sorry if I came to a complete 1.5 to 2.3 second stop at the stop sign. I'm sorry that when I pulled up to your house, I was still slow rolling until you came out the door. You're lucky I fucking stopped. You fucking should have done the Afghani run, which is the plane don't stop, we don't land, we just open the door and drop your shit and keep fucking moving. All right? I ain't gonna call Uber talking about he made a right on the stop sign and didn't come to a complete stop. Right. You know why I didn't come to a complete stop? Because Suge and Nook Nook and Cornbread and Butter and all the rest of them motherfuckers on the corner where I was at looked like they were carrying more heat than the sun. Alright? No, I ain't stopping. No, I don't care if you want your window down so you can wave to them and talk to them and carry on a fucking conversation. I'm sorry. The windows don't go down in your neighborhood. Motherfucker. And we are...